Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Get Rich Podcast. My name is Rich. And in this podcast, I usually chat about movies and music, sometimes technology, depending on what's going on in the news. And so for this episode, I'm going to review a couple movies that I have seen recently, kind of some just general thoughts and kind of what I saw, uh, what I thought about them, some upcoming films that I'm excited about or that were in the news, um, some music that I've been enjoying lately, and some um, other news. So let's hop right into the episode. So one of the first films that I saw um, about 10 days ago or so was the movie Crawl. Um, This was a movie um, about a girl who has to go find her dad because her dad's not answering his phone and she gets trapped along with her father that she finds in like a hurricane situation and with it being in Florida that she is trapped inside the house the waters are rising and the alligators come on in it was terrible um it was short it wasn't worth the money it was awful it was a time filler. I'm really glad that I have um, A-listers, AMC A-listers, just because I would not, um, I would not spend money on this. It was bad. Um, so um, interesting enough, though. The, I mean, the cast was small. I mean, Barry Pepper was the dad. Um, I know some people might recognize him from other films. Um, I know he's been in some big ones like Saving Private Ryan and True Grit and Green Mile. So Barry Pepper has been in these big, big name films. However, he comes in this movie crawl. It's almost like, hey, let me make an extra little bit of cash um, for the weekends. Let me hop on this movie crawl and be the dad who is hey, – Barry Pepper was better. Um, the main character was, I believe – I don't know how you say her last name uh, – Kaya – um, Skull Delario. Um, she was terrible. Um, her acting was bad. Her crying was bad. Her, she made sound effects when she was hurt. It was just weird. Um, she was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, both Mage Runners. Um, she was in Moon. She was actually the voice of Eve, which I thought was crazy. Um, so she's been like big names, but she, like her, like Barry Pepper, um, she goes into this movie and she makes it with this minimal cast. Um, the alligators were definitely, um, the star of the, the film itself. Uh, it, it looks like it made just over 13 million in box office, um, which is very, very low, um, for something going up to compete against, you know, movies like, um, Spider-Man and things like that. It came right around the, um, Lion King time. Um, it came a little bit before Lion King. So, uh, good thing it did not come out um, on Lion King weekend because it would have just been, you know, smoke in the air. No one would even understand or recognize that that movie was out. So that was terrible. Don't go see that. Crawl was, it, it was bad. Um, the second movie I saw was Stuber. Stuber was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, Stuber was starring um, Camille Nanjiani um, and Dave Bautista. I don't know if I have to say his name right. Um, Dave Bautista is um, from the wrestling um, kind of world. And I I felt like this movie was fantastic. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I like Camille 
Nanjiani. I think he is very, very funny. I think um, his comedy delivery and his um, ad-libbing and just his mannerisms, I think he's fantastic. I really thoroughly enjoyed The Big Sick that he was in. So I feel like going into this movie knowing that Camille was going to have kind of like this lighthearted kind of comedy role, I was... um, I kind of go. I, I went in with you know an already A plus on you know on my mind, being the movie. So the movie was kind of silly. Uh, you know, an Uber driver drives around someone who has vision trouble because they have surgery, and the whole movie kind of plays out um, for different reasons. So it the concept was kind of weird, but. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was very funny. Um, definitely, you know, a good summer weekday movie just to kind of fill up some time. Um, you know, nothing crazy, nothing big. Um, it looks like their gross U.S. Um, income from the movie was um, 18 million, so not much over Crawl. Crawl is at 13 million. This is 18 million, and then so you know, right after these movies came out. Um, of course, one of the big summer hits that was, um, you know, on the docket for the summer was The Lion King, which I did see very recently. Um, director uh, John Favreau. Uh, it was weird um, because you know I grew up in the time of the Lion King cartoon, and so I had high expectations because. When you're growing up as a kid and you have the movies, I think I talked about like a little bit in the last episode, but you have uh, Little Mermaid and Mulan and, you know, they're doing The Lion King and you're doing all these movies, but you have a certain style and emotion and a feeling um, and and a way that these movies should be portrayed um, when you watch the cartoon, cartoon version of them. That when they make these into live action film or close to it with Lion King, I think they did a good job. Um, it, it was it was good, but I don't know if it was great. I don't know if it would be receiving all of like the attributes um, and I was not attributes accolades that everyone says it should be receiving. Um, you know, the voices were great. Um, John Oliver was Zazu, I think fit very well. James Earl Jones original, um, was Mufasa. Um, I had some interesting ones as far as, you know, um, Pumbaa, Seth Rogen, fantastic fit the part. Exactly. Billy Eichner, fantastic. Uh, very, very good. I thought it was really cool. Um, I saw on the uh, casting list, Chance the Rapper was um, a small part in there. He was one of the voices of the animal, uh, one of the animals in the movie. Um, Beyonce was in there, uh, which I thought was great. Um, and then, I don't know, you had a couple other, um, you know, medium-sized, you know, um, Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. He was, uh, I believe, one of the hyenas. So, I don't know. I mean, they had a good uh, like all-star A-plus cast to do the voices of the the characters. You know, and I spoke about it with some people about Timon and Pumbaa in this. Well, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen pretty much stealing the show as far as uh, banter and comedy and delivery and lines um, and they said, well, they kind of stole the show back in the original. And if you really think about it, um, 
I haven't seen the original in a very, very long time. But, you know, Timon and Puma kind of stole the show, you know, back in that time as well when it came out on the cartoon. So it only makes sense that you have two highly, highly funny people, especially Seth Rogen with his track record of making, you know, uh, banger after banger after banger that, you know, with him mixing with Billy Eichner, I felt like this was great. Um, so far, um, it looks like their box office is 275 million in the U S as of July 25th, 2019 and today is July 26th when I'm recording this. So, um, uh, little to say that they are blowing the other two out of the water. Um, Coral has no stand um, against it. Stuber has no stand against it. Uh, Lion King will be the hit of the summer. Um, I don't know if they will classify uh, Avengers Endgame at the end of summer or not the end of summer um, as a summer film. Um, but Lion King is definitely, definitely up there. Um, so movies that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing or that are kind of like in the news that I'm kind of, uh, kind of ears perked up on. Um, I am seeing uh, The Art of Self-Defense. Um, so I'm seeing that, uh, I kind of spoke with about that, uh, last episode. Um, another one that is kind of in the news is, uh, the ninth film, uh, from Quentin Tarantino is once upon a time in Hollywood featuring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Um, this one is kind of getting a little bit of, um, a uh, little negativity in the news, I guess. Um, kind of more focused on Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, you know, saying he never works with female directors and things like that. So um, I'm going to see kind of how that plays out just to see what the news ends up doing. And, um, you know, if at all, if Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, if he says anything, if he does anything, uh, I know there was a little bit of news that uh, Margot Robbie had like little to no uh, lines in the movie itself. So I don't know. Um, I'm, I hate to say it, you know, Quentin Tarantino is a good filmmaker. He's a good director. Um, he's a good writer, but I, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan. Like, I mean, I'll watch his films and like, they're cool and they're different and they have his own style and you can watch a film and be like, yes, that's a Tarantino film. But for me, I don't know. I just, it's never been, uh, it's never been like top A list for me. Like I'm more, you know, I would rather watch uh, like a Wes Anderson film or something. I don't know. So Tarantino's not like out out for me, um, but it's not the top of the list for me. Um, so those are kind of the movies. Um, kind of moving on to some side note news. Um, I saw today, July 26th, um, early in the morning, uh, that the. Um, one of the branches of the government, as far as you know, company regulation, uh, pretty much gave the go-ahead, the green light for T-Mobile and Sprint um, um, on their merger. It was like a twenty-seven billion dollar merger or something like that. So I don't know. I don't even know what that's going to be like. I am a Sprint customer. It's decent service half the time. And the other half of the time is no service at all. I can be sitting in someone's living room above ground in a major, you know, metropolitan city, and I have no service. So I'm wondering how this is going to be. I haven't heard much as far as service on T-Mobile. I haven't heard the best. I haven't heard the worst. So I think it's going to be kind of funny when you're mixing two companies that don't have um, the awesome reputation of good service. Um, you're going to mix them together. So we'll see how that plays out. 
Um, a side note, I've been kind of getting a little bit um, more into uh, listening to like podcasting of from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't even know if I say his last name right either. Uh, but I don't know. Um, he has an interesting take on a lot of things. His um, business... Um, I took, you know, a, a small 45 minute trip, um, down to another city to, um, go to work a couple days for this week. And I pretty much listened to, um, his podcast there and back. Um, I don't know. He, he, he's a very, very successful entrepreneur, but you know, the things that I was kind of, kind of perked my ears up is, you know, his thoughts on school and his thoughts on entrepreneurship and business and business models. Um, he does have a podcast out there. He is relatively active on social media. I would definitely go give him a listen. Um, I don't know if I spelled even his name right. Um, I have V E Y, uh, N E R C H, um, U K. No one's ever heard of him. Um, and you're kind of interested in just, um, the meaning of life type stuff, uh, the meaning of business, success, entrepreneurship, um, and just an all-around very interesting guy. He's definitely has um, an online presence. So that is um, kind of where that leaves off on the side note news. As far as music, um, two big albums that I was kind of uh, somewhat looking forward to over the last little bit of time, uh, about 10 days or so. Um, Willow, Willow Smith, um, came out with a new album. Um, her album is, is okay. Um, I saw Pitchfork gave it a 6.2, um, which I think for Pitchfork is pretty high. Um, it does definitely have kind of a psychedelic, um, kind of soul feel to it. Um, I do have to say her previous album before, um, I enjoyed a little bit more. This is not bad. Um, this is not bad at all, but I feel like her previous projects were a little bit better. Um, she did say in the Pitchfork album, that, you know, having parents as Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, um, you know, is she, she didn't like it. She, she says it's tough. She wanted to make her own path. She didn't want to have things given to her, which I, you know, I commend you on as far as kind of making your own path. Um, it's, I did I didn't know she dropped out of the remake of Annie to pursue music. So I, you know, I was like, well, that's, that's pretty big, you know, as far as doing that. Um, so yeah, um, the, her new album, I think it's self-titled, uh, Willow. It's just the album Willow itself. Um, go give it a listen. It should be on most streaming services. I listen to it on Spotify. So, um, it was pretty good. It was kind of a psychedelic jam. So give that a check. Uh, the big one that I saw uh, a couple weeks ago, about 10 days ago, two weeks ago, and, uh, I was really excited about was Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper released on today, July 26th, uh, 2019. He released The Big Day. The Big Day I thought was fantastic. I listened to the whole thing. It had some jams. It was well-written. It had fantastic uh, music that was produced for the film. He collaborated with a bunch of people. He collaborated with uh, Justin Vernon from Bon, uh, bon Iver. He um, did music with Nicki Minaj and um, Ben Gibbard from Death Cab. Um, he, I think, produced with um, Gucci Mane, uh, Timbaland. He produced with a bunch of people all over the spectrum. And he made an all-around fantastic album. Now, what's kind of different with Chance the Rapper, which some people know, some people may not. If you're living under a rock, you may not know this, but... Um, 
pretty much up until now, his music projects were all free. He would make his music and he would release it for free. So he would make, from my understanding, from just reading over the last couple of years being a fan, um, he would make the majority of his income from things like uh, merchandise, um, his hats and his shirts um, from chancewraps.com. He would make a lot of money from going, uh, you know, you know, putting on shows and going to concerts and tours and things like that. You know, he's doing well for himself, but he never signed to a major record deal, um, which I thought was fantastic. Um, so I thought, um, you know, something would have to change. So for this one, the big day, he actually um, stated in the article, the article states that I believe they are charging for this article. Or not the article, um, the album. So... Uh, I thought that was interesting. You know, it's kind of come time to a point in your career where you have to kind of turn, you know, either left or right. And I feel like he's made such a name for himself now that, you know, it's okay. It's okay that he charges for this album and I don't feel like he's going to lose anybody. So, um, but yeah, so that's all I really have for today's episode. Um, I always like to end the episode in kind of my currents, uh, maybe something I'm currently listening to, something I'm currently into uh, or following. Um, so as far as current podcasts goes that I'm enjoying and listening to, um, I'm always looking forward to Reply All, um, their podcast. They come out usually around every two weeks or so. They did um, a podcast um, that was something where they opened up a phone line and they um, had people call in and you could ask them any question. So that was this week's episode, the week of July 26th. Um, they released on July 25th. Um, I would definitely go check, take a look at that. Um, I would take a listen to that podcast. I thought that was great. Um, they just have, cause the people calling in make the episode. So I thought that was fantastic. Um, some current tunes I was listening to as far as Spotify. Spotify has been putting a lot of token um, on my playlist, um, the um, white rapper, I feel like he's fantastic. I don't know if I can classify him exactly up to Eminem status, but I feel like he has a lot of a lot of great talent. Um, I always like to end with a um, current um, Instagram that I'm into or, or, or you know following um, Amulet Music. Amulet Music is a, a musician from Portland, Oregon, and he... Um, does like tape loops. He makes his own tape loops in kind of ambient style. I would definitely say it's like um, study music or kind of focus music, work music or something. Um, it, it does kind of put me to sleep <laughs> sometimes. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. All That's all I really have for episode 16. So if you want to follow me, um, I am rich on Instagram, one R, two I's, three C's and four H's. Um, if you throw an underscore on the B uh, backside of that, um, it gets to my color account without the underscore. It's my black and white account. Um, if you want to drop a voicemail on Anchor, um, I will get those too. And with that being said, I will see everybody in episode 17. Bye. Bye.